To be a wordsmith is defined as a person who writes, an author, a journalist, a person who commits their thoughts to paper. But I believe it is so much more. The ability to craft a story, to change lives, transport the ordinary life to an extraordinary place, to put words on paper and awaken the imagination in ways that the reader never dreamed possible. Yes, to have the ability to see what isn't there and make you see it too. To awaken the senses in new and amazing ways like feeling a cool breeze on a hot summer day on your cheek. To smell wildflowers as they bloom. To taste a delicacy on foreign soil. To feel like you've never felt before. Touching places long forgotten. Connecting your soul in new ways. That's what writers do. It's my pleasure to host Carolina Writers Speak, a new podcast, a chance to hear actual writers' voices, hear what inspires them, experience their trials and their struggles, and realize that we all have a story and it's worth telling. This is Rose Cushing, and I'm so excited because my guest today is Bobby Sheely. And Bobby has a new cookbook out, A Taste of Living in Charleston. And I got to tell you, I have this cookbook. He was kind enough to send me one, and I am over the moon excited about it. So, Bobby, thanks for being on the show this morning. Thank you so much for having me. Tell us a little bit about you. Well, I am an 11th generation Charlestonian. Um, I'm the son of the Captain Robert Seabrook who came in Charleston in 1680. So when I say I'm from Charleston, I mean I'm from Charleston. Yeah. <laughs> and um, born and raised here, obviously, grew up on Sullivan's Island in the 60s when my dad was principal to school. And people think of Sullivan's Island and how much money it takes to live there now. Well, you only had to be poor to live there then. Right on. I, I understand. I grew up on the, the coast of North Carolina. And back then, yeah. you know, you could swim anywhere. But nowadays, you can't. <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. So. Grew up on Sullivan's Island. And I, I deal with childhood. So, are you a chef? No. There's a story behind that. I mean, my family always was a center of our life. Right. Um, Typical Southern family, Sunday, Sunday dinner, and always lots of food around. And since we lived on Sullivan's Island, we had access to fresh seafood, and my grandparents lived out the country in Mega, and we had a fresh garden. So I grew up with a lot of fresh vegetables and fresh food, but as time went on, you know, I, like any other Southern, Southern guy, loved food, and eventually I started cooking. I, I went to college, probably when I was about 20. And over the years, I just always cooked and entertained, and I learned that from my parents because they always had big parties and entertained, and my mom always did the food. And I always had tables that could seat six, eight, ten people. But I'm actually a real estate agent. I've been a real estate agent in Charleston for 23 years. That's my main bread and butter. A friend suggested I write a cookbook, and um, long story short, I went to a cocktail party. I was Planning on going to that I've been invited to by my good friend Brett Thurman. She's an artist downtown, and lo and behold, when I walked into the cocktail party, 
there was the great Natalie Dupree. Oh, wow. Yeah, standing with the brain family Southern cooking. And so I said, now or never. So I went up and introduced myself and told her I was thinking about writing a book. And could I ask her a couple questions? And she said, honey, let me give you my email address. I'd love to have you over to my home and discuss it. Well, I couldn't believe it because, you know, here she came. <laughs> I'm very humble because when that book was launched, 
it was just like an explosion. Um, since it's I've been on three TV shows. There's been several newspaper articles done. I've been in a magazine. Another magazine is coming. William Sonoma has been hosting me open-handed. The Sir Charleston Foundation has been on open-handed um, book signing. It's one event after the other. Uh, yesterday, I was the guest lecturer for the College of Charleston um, Association of Retired Professionals. There are like 200 people there. Um, but Stalin from the book signing, the book demonstration, to now lecturing. Wow. And it's, it's been an amazing, crazy ride for a little over a year. Isn't it funny how all these doors open? for you that you don't think will or you're not expecting them to, but it just kind of expands and grows and has a life of its own when you do a book. Well, and you know, my father always taught me to make your own work, and I wasn't planning on going to that contest party where I met Natalie. I had been shown eight houses that day, and I was tired, but I told the host I would. And you know how something in you says, you need to do this, you need to do this, and Something pushed me all day long to go, and I met. You know, when I saw her, I saw an opportunity. Right. And that opportunity, if I had not gone up to Natalie, she wouldn't have introduced me to Cynthia in Virginia. They wouldn't become my publicist, and I probably wouldn't be sitting here talking to you now. <laughs> right. Right. It, it, that's very true. You know, some of the best advice people give is follow your heart. Yeah. Well, I'm. Um, I have enjoyed this book so much because I love to cook and I love cookbooks. And I'm so glad that the recipe for chicken bog is in here because I've yeah. eaten it at so many occasions, but I never had the recipe. So now I can cook it too. There you have it. You know, that's my motto. I can cook it, so can you. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And your photography in your book is outstanding. Can you tell me a little bit about that? I can. My dear friend, Pam Hunt, we've known each other all of our lives, and our families have known each other all of their lives. Um, we went to high school together. She's a dear friend. She goes mostly birds, and I asked her to do the for the book, and she did an amazing job. Everything she took, we used something from my house and did it in my home, and I think that's one of the awards of the book because I think the cover attracts people because it's red and bright. And when you open it up, you see that gorgeous photography and you're like, hey, what else is it? Absolutely. Um, the photography is all local, Boston area. Uh, you know, of course, she did an amazing, amazing job with it. She really did. I mean, the cover, the cover is so um, beckoning because you're sitting in a chair, you know, in a very comfortable, elegant situation with your real estate sign and, and a taste of Charleston kind of in your lap on a tray. And when you open it up, there's this magnificent live oak tree covered with Spanish moss and it, it just screams Southern hospitality. So there's no way to yeah. resist buying it. Right. Right. And your recipe collection. A lot of people are buying it for coffee table. Yeah, absolutely. Your recipe collection is outstanding, too, because they're traditional Southern things that we all grew up eating, and you make them not seem complicated that we couldn't cook them ourselves. I love that. Right. That's one of the premises behind the book, because there's shortcuts to so many things without 
um, interfering with flavor, and we're all busy, and, you know, people that like to entertain, you want to make it easier for them, and many of these recipes you can freeze and make in advance, or double and serve one and keep one. You're not burdened with dealing with a lot of food the day of your example, the day you're having to school people over. Right. Now, what was your biggest obstacle when you were writing this book? <laughs> that I'm not a writer? <laughs> well, that, that does slow you down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't quite know where to start. I, I did self-publish the Mascot book, and I did research on that. And, you know, the bottom line is the publisher is going to get their money. It's just how they get their money. <laughs> right. Um, and the hybrid publishers are more, much more popular now, which is um, self-publishing. And Mascot had been in business at the time, 16 years. They had a great reputation. And you still, instead of having to get an agent and the agent presents to somebody, you present directly, which makes it easier. And they're not going to take on a project that isn't going to make them money right. in the long run. And so I presented myself to Mascot, and um, after my presentation, they offered me a contract. Nice. And they provide you with, you know, entire staff to work with you through the, through the process. Um, so you have editors, you have people helping you. When people hear self-published, they think, oh, you got to do all the work. Not at all. I, I had some people working on a team really for me and with me. Yeah. Well, that, that's exciting. They did a beautiful job. And so yeah. tell us where your books are located so folks out there listening can know where to order one. Well, if they want a personalized autograph book, they can order it directly from me, and I'll ship it out, and that is at bobbysheely.com. Okay. My website. Right. And um, depending on where they live, it is on Amazon. And it's in the Barnes and Nobles. I know across the state of South Carolina, but I'm guessing if you live in another state, um, contact with your Barnes and Noble and I could get one for you. If you're in Charleston, it's just about everywhere you look. It's in uh, Dutchman Books and Bicycle Books and Visitor Center, Historic Charleston Foundation, and just one store after the other. Everybody can turn around. It's there. That's really nice. Now, your proceeds benefit a charity near and dear to you, so tell us about that. Yes. Pet Helpers Adoption Center uh, here in Charleston, South Carolina, and they uh, it's a wonderful adoption center. They take rescue pets, and no pets are put down. And uh, they obviously, any center like this needs money, and I, I'm a cat person. And I've gotten several cats from them, and I just thought that they are really right down the street, and it would be a good cause. The proceeds from each book do go to Pet Helpers Adoption Center. They buy a book, pay the pet. Nice. Very nice. I'm a cat person, too. I, cats get a tough deal sometimes. Yeah. Definitely so. So what's next on your horizon in the world of, of writing? <laughs> Every, I was on a TV show, Book of the Country's Live, about Warren Buffett, and the host said, you know, is it going to be a second book? And I looked at her, and I said, Aaron, when I look at this one, I wonder who the hell wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know, just, you 
just need to get some more wine and do something else on entertaining or well, you know, I mean, you have so many talents. Yeah, what I've been advised to do um, by my publishers is that this is a successful book. It's been dubbed in Evergreen. Not a lot of books are dubbed in Evergreen. Right. But take a good thing and run with it. Keep accepting all the invitations, promote more appearances, and just push this book, and it'll keep going for years. That's awesome. Um, so that's what I'm going to do. Hey, that's all every writer's dream, you know. Oh, it is. And, it, and you know, with having real estate as my main source of income and then the book business, they're synergizing one another. In other words, real estate is pushing book sales. Um, when I got off TV one morning, there were two calls, you know, with the book, there were two calls to list somebody's house after being on TV talking about the book. So they synergized each other, and that's really exciting. So it's a lot of exciting things going on with it. And um, I'm on social media, on Facebook. I have a Taste of Living in Charleston page. I also have a Bobby Shield page. I'm a Taste of Living in Charleston on Instagram. I'm a Taste of Living in Charleston on YouTube. And I'm a Taste of Living in Charleston on TikTok. So please, um, the followers out there, please follow me and tag me. I'd love to hear from people. That sounds like a great idea. And if there's anybody out there listening who is interested in real estate in the Charleston area, how can they reach you for that? They can uh, reach me at bondashealy.com. They can reach me at 843-442-7373. And to be honest, if you type in Bobby Shealy in Charleston, you will find me. Absolutely. I know that you're extremely well known there and, and you're, you've been very successful. So if anybody out there is looking for real estate in Charleston, Bobby Shealy's your man. That's right. I appreciate that. All right. And and do you go beyond Charleston or, you know, do you cover some of the other areas on the coast? Or? Oh, yeah. Believe it or not, I don't think my left area goes, if anybody knows anything about Charleston, it goes about 60 miles out. I cover Edisco Beach and Edisco Island. Oh, yeah. All the way back to Monk's Corner and then all the way to um, Allendale, which is almost halfway to Georgetown. That's what, that's uh, what I was thinking. In area. Yeah. And then 23 years in the business, I've covered it all and I've always stayed diversified. You know, I sell a lot of high-end homes, but I also sell a lot of investment properties at a lower price point. Right, right. It's a beautiful, beautiful area, and anybody's very lucky that gets an opportunity to live there, for sure. Thank you for being on the show. Is there anything else, any advice you want to leave people with that are writing a book currently? Well, if you're going to self-publish, shop around, because there's so many options with a hybrid publisher. And um, listen to your intuition. <laughs> because if I hadn't listened to mine, I would be here right very true. Very, very true. All right. Well, guys, you have it. I hope you get out there and get you a cookbook, A Taste of Living in Charleston. I can personally vouch that everything I've read sounds delicious and easy and possible for me to cook. I know you're going to enjoy this book. Thank you so much, Bobby. Thank you so, so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. And I hope you have a great day. You as well. And as always, thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Everybody has a story. 
Just let your mind drift away and find yours. I know it's out there. What are you waiting for?